This is Godliness with Contentment, episode 44. Yep, 44. My name is Keen O'Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. I believe that it is possible for Christians, people of faith, to reach financial independence. And I know from time to time I talk about, well, what does that mean to me? Perhaps what does it mean to those of you listening who are Christians? But then yesterday I was listening to, uh, you know, to a podcast and the main person was talking about that there's a problem with financial independence or there's a problem with people retiring and I guess in his mind, just lounging around or just doing whatever they want to do. And I kind of get where he's coming from, but that time that you now have, because you don't have to go to work, you don't have to be chained to the W-2 or the 9-to-5, that's time for you to enjoy that's how I look at it. What should you do with your time, though, is a question you should be asking now. And especially for those of us who are listening who are uh, Christians, what does God want me to do with my time when I don't have to go to the job? Right? Perhaps you love what you're doing and you want to continue doing it, but then some days, you don't have to go, right? So your time is flexible. It's it's yours, right? Well, in the big scheme of things, it's, it's God's, right? Because we are still stewards of it. And so that's why it's important to think, what does God want me to do with my time when I don't have to clock in, clock out? So we're going to get into this some more as we look at this particular episode And um, we're looking at a guy by the name of Levi or Matthew in the New Testament. He's a disciple of Jesus. And uh, I believe he shows us something that we should be doing or how to express what we're doing for God after the job is done. You can expect one episode from me per week. And during that time, I'm looking at what the Bible has to say about handling money or wealth. And um, we're currently on a journey through the Bible looking at people and how they dealt with money. And today it's Levi. This is our 13th installment. Last week we looked at Daniel and um, Esther before that and obviously others because this is the 13th. But if you're interested to go back and take a look or listen to any one of those Please feel free to just do that. But let's open up and read Luke 5, and I'm going to read verses 27 to 31. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi, or Matthew, sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. 
But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So here we see this call of Levi. And like I said, he is um, also referred to as Matthew. It's not uncommon for men um, and women, I guess, in the Bible to have multiple names, especially in the New Testament. But he was a tax collector, and from all indications that we read in the New Testament, the majority of the Jews despised the occupation of tax collecting because these men were working for the Romans. Some of them probably had a bad name as well because they collected more than they should. So they already had a bad name because they were tax collectors, and then it sounds like some of them probably were taking more than they should have. Not all of them. And I doubt that that was the case here for Levi. But he may have been lumped into that group, and people probably disliked him a whole lot. But Jesus comes along, and one of the amazing things that Jesus does is he doesn't look at the outside, he looks at the inside. So Jesus calls Levi to follow him. And not just follow him, but Levi would be in that inner circle with Jesus for the time of his ministry. And then it says Levi gets up, he leaves his, you know, the, uh, the, the money, the tax booth. Well, probably he finalizes everything, makes his deposit, he follows Jesus. Then Levi throws a banquet for Jesus and he invites tax collectors and others so he didn't follow Jesus in secret. He actually wanted uh, people like him to know. Some Pharisees were there. Not quite sure if they were invited, but they showed up. And now they're questioning the disciples as to why they're eating with tax collectors and sinners. But Jesus responds that he came to help the sick and call sinners to repentance. There's a lot in here, but we're just going to focus on one part of it. And that's Levi's gratitude. In Levi's gratitude for Jesus, he throws a banquet, but he also invites the people he knows. So this banquet was for Jesus, but it was also a get-to-know-Jesus party. Right? He knew that they also needed Jesus. And this was a way that they would come in contact with Jesus, by Levi inviting them to his house when Jesus was there. Levi is set free by Jesus, and he wants those he knows to be set free by Jesus as well. And that's what we should do, right? Not just when we don't have to go to nine to five anymore, but even now, those of us who are Christians, we're supposed to be sharing Jesus with those we know. Now, of course, when we have more time on our hands, then we can do more things. And I kind of see Levi doing that here. 
But let's go back to this financial independence thing or, or post-retirement, right? Think about this. If you could do anything when you left your job or when you leave your job, what would you do? Well, Levi leaves his job and then he shows his gratitude by spending time with those like him. He wants them to come to know Jesus. He wants to influence them to follow Jesus as well. So again, he's not having a retirement party. He's having a I'm honoring Jesus party. He's also having a I want you guys to get to know Jesus party. So when we think about what to do after we leave our jobs, retirement, whatever you want to call it, financial independence perhaps, you reach to that place where you don't have to go to the job. It should be that we have more time to do God's work. And we can do what God puts on our hearts as it relates to impacting the people around us. And so Levi leaves his job and he's so excited about following Jesus, but he wants to impact the people around him. And tax collectors, you know, I can't see them really getting invited to a lot of parties. <laughs> but Levi, being a former tax collector, he can invite them and they would come. And But his plan was that they would get to know Jesus. If you want to sit on a boat and fish, or, you know, go on the rocks and fish, or golf, or sow, or cook, all of that sounds great to me. But we are not to just be vegging around with a whole heap of free time. But with the time that God has given us, we should use it how he wants. So we need to figure that on out. And it's actually a great idea. It's actually a great thing to start figuring that out now. What will I do? When I don't have to clock in, when I leave the W-2, what will I do? How will I serve God with my time? Figure it out now so that you don't waste too much time later. Dream even about what you would do after getting to that place. How would you spend your time for God? Who would you be helping? Because that's really what it's about. It's about mission, right? It's not just about, I don't have to go to work anymore. You may still want to go to work, right? If you love your job, you may perhaps find another one, right? Some people don't necessarily believe in retirement per se, right? They say, well, maybe it's like your second act, right? It's just something else that you're doing at a different season in your life, whatever you want to call it. It is when you work because you don't have to, but you want to. But it's really also should be about mission. Now I don't have to clock in. Who will I serve with my time? So if you spend your days at the old folks home, for example, it's because you want to. Right? You don't have to. But that's how you want to spend your time and the people you want to help. And you can do that 
without expecting a paycheck because you're in that position. Because God has blessed you to be in that position. You spend your days serving, thinking about others, and then you have the time to actually carry it out. Whereas before, you know, your time was taken by your nine to five. And during that time, where you can go to the old folks' home, or you can talk to people, in my case, about money and about how to use it effectively for God, you can do that and know how sweet that that would be. To spend your time on mission, your whole time, right? That is how we show gratitude to God. He has blessed us. He's allowed us to live long enough to get to that place. He has allowed us to be where the mortgage is paid. We're debt-free, right? Our bills are paid and we know where the money is coming from. I mean, obviously God is the source, but, you know, he's allowed us to set things up where we don't have to go to work. He's blessed you. And you are to be a blessing to others, not just lounging around, right? There'll be some time for fishing, but you can fish with others. Or cooking, but you can cook with others. Spending time with people, serving, finding ways to do that. But like I say, figure it out now. Don't wait until then to figure it out. Well, that's what we see from Levi. He left his job, he was grateful, and then he found a way to be able to tell people about Jesus. This is what I have for you today. I encourage you to join me next time when we look at some more uh, people in the Bible and their interaction with money. Obviously, Levi, I say he had money. To throw a big banquet like this, he had to have some means. We didn't get into it. I'm not saying he stole money as a tax collector. He was probably very well compensated. and But he used his money in this instance, this example, to go after influencing others to follow Jesus. I encourage you to invite your friends and family to listen as well. Tell them, search for godliness with contentment wherever they listen to podcasts. This is Keen O'Hana signing off saying, check you later.